Memnon Warrior. You know, my very first sponsor was Warrior Republic MMA. And we got some gear. Let's see what's in it. Memnon Warrior. I'm rocking my Warrior Republic gear. You know what it is. We're ninjas out here. If you're a ninja, go ahead and get your ninja gear. Warrior Republic. MMA.com WarriorRepublic.com Get the finest MMA gear possible Look, here If you want to do ninja stuff You gotta get ninja gear Got your Nam shorts on That's how you gotta be You ain't chilling unless you got them on Yeah Sure that, that, that promo, that was so funny Because I was, <laughs> I was telling Matt I'm like, I wonder when that stuff's gonna get to him and then Matt's like, oh, look what I just got to my phone. What's up, Emmanuel? Sorry, buddy. I had to get water. What up, Matt? I think I got to the house around, like, uh, I think yesterday, right when I left. Oh, yeah. That was so cool, man. I was so stoked when I saw that. It was awesome. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I like how the editing came out. Mm -hmm. You did that all yourself? Yeah, I've been using uh, InShot. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. We tell you though, dude, I'm impressed. It's your editing skills are getting better. It's really good. In there a little bit, especially <laughs> on YouTube, man. Yeah, yeah, dude, coming coming a long way, coming a ways. So, what you guys uh, uh, think about the fights? We didn't get to we watch. actually didn't get to watch this one. Dude, they was wild. They was wild. Really, I'm for even for a fight night back from uh, Wisconsin. I'm sorry, I missed that. What fighter? I said, uh, we is watching the fights on the way back from Wisconsin. Oh, nice. Yeah. What, at the gym? Or you were just in the... In the car. In the car. Oh, wow. Yeah, ESPN. Yeah, good cell phone reception. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Yeah. So, That's sick, uh, dude. What was your favorite fight? Since I didn't see him, you can uh, educate um, me a bit. Probably the Elkins fight, for sure. Wow, wow. But so he came with a W. That's the only person that, you know... I think represent sweet, yeah. but he uh got a big win, rear naked choke. Nice, that's cool. That's how you do it. Is he like how good is his ground game? Like, I guess some people are knowing now, but is... oh, he's just tough everywhere, bro. He's just hmm. tough everywhere. Like, uh, he's just a scrappy ass, like, he's just a scrappy dude. Yeah, we were trying to watch the fights, but we were doing the Kevin podcast, yeah, exactly. Kevin, um, worth, worth. Remember, uh, Mr. Nice Guy, the other guy who likes wearing our shorts. Uh, basically, it's gonna drop right before this interview. Okay, cool. I'm gonna watch that then after I get off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. we're talking about our, our movie we're working on. Okay. About traditional martial arts, it's that kind of stuff. Okay, cool. I'm gonna make sure I roll up and uh, watch that. Ah, yeah. definitely, definitely. But yeah, it went well. Uh, he told us a little bit about his fight and, you know, how he kind of saw it. So I thought that was interesting than how I kind of thought with you. So, you know, it was uh, not going to get spoilers or anything. But yeah, man, you should like it if you watch. Yeah. Uh, I fought his um, – the guy he fought, I fought his younger brother, Motaz. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And that's not a fight we have recorded. I think that was before we even met you, right? Oh, shit. What happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a fight uh, a while back. I was like 18, 19. Wow. What was that, like your first, so second, amateur. third amateur fight? What uh, was that? I want to say my fourth because I was 3-0. and 
Wow, wow. So up until that point, he broke it. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough yeah. guys, man. They're tough. Yeah, they're, the Oscar brothers, they're cool. They're cool. Mm-hmm. They're, oh, they're, so you've talked to them. You chilled with them. Man. Okay. <laughs> the Beavs, for sure. The Khabibs of the Midwest. All right. What did you say? I said the Khabibs of the Midwest. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so tell us know. where you've been, man. Really yeah, actually, you know, that's why we're here. So, yeah, man, what has happened recently with you? With me? With, uh, you mean like Pettis? Absolutely. Uh, that's just nothing. That's a little something, something. <laughs> <laughs> man, um, just uh, the tryouts. You know the tryouts you sent me? Uh, like a few people sent it to me, but I had to give Vince his credit. Vince, my teammate, he's the first guy to send he's it to me. He's the first guy. And, um... Yeah, it's just you. You show up. Um, it was a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. It's weird because when I saw it, I was like, "Oh no!" It says like everybody from like zero to seventy-eight. So like mm-hmm. they're gonna have the little kid who's like kind of good at kicking, but doesn't know if he wants to fight. Hey. They're gonna have the amateur guys that want to go pro. I'm like, this is gonna yeah. be chaos. Hey, it was so many people, and but uh. It's really like uh, everybody is. You could see. You could see who was the real fighters. You could see who was the fighters, and you could see who was like the uh, people that just. Um, they think they like you know they like it. Like you could see who was who was like. There's a difference between like person that's doing it full time and a person that's just just like deciding if they want to do it or not. And uh, yeah, that the cream of the crop. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the people. You can see who was really pushing and who wasn't. And, and one of the things Anthony Pettis said, he is like, we're just looking for a flow. We don't care if you uh, go hard and, and, and everything. We don't want all that. We want to see if you can flow. We don't care if you tap and, and all of that. And in my head, I'm thinking I'm about to smash these people. <laughs> I'm about to go hard. Man. I'm about to go fucking that's like 100%. But, uh, well, that's interesting. I, that's really interesting. Got to let them know who Memnon is. <laughs> you say what? Gotta let them know who Memnon is. I'm saying I can't. I didn't come here to freaking cruise by and get a list, you know. Uh, this ain't a training session, right? It's it, it, exactly, you know. I bet you're not the only mm. one that felt that way. Yeah, it wasn't no training session at all. It was compete. People was competing, and there were some guys that was like legit. And then a couple guys actually, they are uh, guys that I fought on the same card as before. So it's like some legit guys. Wow! Wow! That's that's really cool. So, like, you know, it's I'm gonna start with like guess, right? Did they do the physical part first, or did they have you do the jujitsu and sparring? Dude, there was so many people; it was all over the place. It it was just the the more I think about it, looking back, it's just like wow, that actually happened. <laughs> you know what's so amazing? You you said that like, and you think out of all those people, like he really gravitated to you. So let's go from the beginning. Like, what was the gym like? What is the name of the gym too? And like, you walking in, give me your first impressions. All right, so. I, uh, everybody's in the car still. I went with uh, my friend Camila, my uh, my friend Ola, who uh, who kind of like does like networking for me, and then my friend uh, Walter, who's my camera guy. And nice. uh, when we got there, I just had to take a piss, so I was like, guys, wait in here. We is an hour early. It's three thirty. It started at four thirty. I went in. Um, First thing first, I get a uh, like a. There's a lot of people on the line, so I walk up. I'm like, "Can I go to the bathroom? Go to the bathroom, knock that out, come back, get my slip." And it's a slip. It's like a score sheet, and it's it says 
it says, uh, what did it say? It said physical fitness, striking, grappling, and personality. And each one was from one to 10. So it was like, oh. a, like a judge scorecard. And then the other sheet was just like, you know, a waiver and stuff like that. So I, I go back mm -hmm. to the car, I fill it out, we come back in, I change it to, you know, my uh, game of death, fight shorts, warrior, <laughs> MMA.com, you know. <laughs> Co-designed by Memnon. Actually, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. I don't want to break up your story, but like, you know, we actually let him have a little free thing with the design. How many fighters get to have their say with that? So thanks a lot, buddy. That was really cool. Yeah, you know what I tell people when I tell them the, uh, why the colors? I was like, uh, they asked me... Uh, they asked me, like, what's my design? Like, you know, what what, what type of design would you want? And I, you know what I say? I'll be like, um, you ever seen Game of Death? And then there's like, say less. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know? This is exactly. And, um, but yeah. Back all you need to know. All you need to know. All you need to know. Bruce Lee, you know, shout out that legend. But uh, I, uh, we went back in and then. Mm -hmm. um everybody went the gym is huge the gym is bridgewater performance and yeah it looks big i think it's where uh the milwaukee bucks i think they train there sometime oh wow cool I, if i'm not mistaken because they got like huge um like paintings of the basketball players like Giannis and stuff and i think it's like if i'm not mistaken i think at least Giannis trained there before Oh, dude, that's really cool. You know who Giannis is, right? No, I, I personally I don't. just watch MMA and jiu-jitsu, so I don't know right. anything out of that. Me too, but he's like he's like a – they call him the Greek freak. If you've seen a picture of him, oh, you, really? you'll probably know who he is. But, um, okay. yeah, so it's, it's a big gym, man. It's a big gym, all types of equipment. I'm just looking around, and really I'm just uh, – I'm in the mindset of like uh, when I fight. So I'm like not really saying much, not really – thinking much i'm just in that in that flow you know mm -hmm. i'm all ready to take care of business and so uh I, i'm i'm more i'm like uh around every where everyone's at and like we're just waiting to see you know when it starts at this point and after i already turned in my my slip and waiting in line for that and stuff so uh they took my picture when i turned in my slip they took my picture and so i had to keep that scorecard on me at all times because it had my mm. picture and it had my number. And so that's how they know, like, who you are. And then when they call your number, you got to go out to say you got to go out to the bench or go out to the, the burpees or this or that or that. And so I kept that scorecard on me. And when it started up, uh, Pettis, Macy Barber, GM3, um, Pettis' manager for Showtime Management, uh, him, he uh, – oh. His name was Scott, I think. And uh, they all came out and just gave the speech of how it's going to go. We're going to be in groups. And every group, say, this group is going to be um, the numbers 20 to 40. You guys go over here and do this. Uh, 40 to 60, you guys go over here. My number is 63, so I was the last group. So 60 through 100 something. And then I went uh, out there. And the very first uh, test I did was the grappling sparring. So oh, okay. you, you just get matched up. They'd be like, it don't matter the size. They'd be you and you, go. GM3. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, GM3 and uh, Macy Barber was the judges for grappling. And Anthony Pettis and 
uh, Sergio Pettis was the, you know, the judges for striking. For strike, yeah, yeah. And they're like right in front of each other. You guys like just duel in, in, in front of them, in front of their little judge table. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was wild, man. It was wild. And so uh, my grappling, I get matched up. I go out there and I'm just uh, waiting to see what he, uh, like what the guy gives me. And he just tried to bone rush me. So I just uh, rode into an arm bar almost. And like uh, I went from the arm bar. I didn't quite have it. He is, he is fighting. He wasn't fighting good, but it was like he is fighting. He's like uh, super squirrely, like awkward and stuff. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I got this uh, Kimura locked. I'm going to just keep it locked. And so I rolled over. He kept rolling. And then eventually I just finished it, let it go. Uh, they're like screaming tap because you know the guy obviously didn't want to tap in front of Anthony Pettis. So yeah, right. They're, they're screaming tap tap. And, and <laughs> he, is, he is already tapping, but as soon as I locked it, it was so deep. Uh, I think it was one of the, uh, I think it was GM3 or Basie Barber, and she was like tap tap. <laughs> and, and so I let go and rode out and came back. Wow. Uh, GM3 was like go to your go to your um your knees, no takedowns. And so I was standing up, I dropped down, and then he came, I jumped guard, and um and then he was just he was just moving, moving. So I was like, all right, I'm not gonna play the guard game. I get back up, I took the headlock and then rolled and then sit, sunk in the darts, choked him out, and then he tapped, and then after that, GM3 was like, time. So we went back and uh they gave me an eight point five out of ten for my grappling. That's pretty damn good. And because um, it's, it's like you get two minutes, that's it. Everybody, uh, that's not enough, right? That's yeah, yeah, so yeah. small, but it's so many people, though. You know, it'll probably yeah. be all night if you get a full, you know. But um, uh, after that, uh, she is like, not on, on my score sheet, she is like 8.5 knowledge and timing and awareness is great. And so, that oh, cool. but um, yeah, man, <laughs> so grappling, I think I went to the fitness. And the first fitness test was burpees with the strength coach there, the guy that do all the strength conditioning for. I, I think I want to say Pettis and them. And um, right, he uh, he pretty much uh, was a he is a cool dude. He was like screaming at people, like saying, "I'm gonna punch you in the fucking face!" Like Pettis, fucking hands up, and wow. and and um, and you're fucking tired. You're fucking tired. And he's just trying to distract your mind so you can mm-hmm. like, you know, stop and and. You know, he's testing your mental toughness pretty much. Yep. Yes, sir. And I'm just here, boom, burpee, boom, boom, going, 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 going the whole time. He comes in front of me and he uh he starts screaming, You're fucking tired, you're fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I'm just uh, I'm just like uh I'm like, oh man, I'm about to show him, like I'm about to, you know, and I'm just going boom, 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 boom. And he's like, Oh man, I like this group. So mm-hmm. you go from there. And then at this point, I'm grouped up now because, you know, with the sparring, obviously, it's not like we're we're a, a group. But with the fitness, we're a group. So everywhere us four go, we're going to this one and then that one. So we went from there to the bench press. And it's just 135 on the bench press and how many you could do. And I was, dude, I was just like, damn, I, I should have never hit traps and back and shoulders. <laughs> Yeah. Before this, because I was, I was, I hit, I hit him hard, man, like heavyweight, and all of it still, even right now, still pretty sore. Damn, dude, that sucks. <laughs> I know, and I could have easily got the 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 highest one, which is thirty five, 
but I did 17 of them, which is still pretty good. That's yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That's still pretty good. So I was okay with that. And I was like, if I even if I hit 35, I would have been dude, I would have been beat for um the striking because we we did striking right after that. Yeah, get all the lactic acid build up. From yeah, working it, out. Was, it was tight. Even with the 17, it was so tight. And uh, but hey, you know me, the leg, the kicks. The, I'm known for the kicks. So uh, for the striking, I was like the only one in the striking department. Well, hold on, let me. I'm skipping a, a big step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Actually, I'm skipping another big step. Even before I did all of this, me and Pettis was chopping it up before, like before. Hmm, really. Man. Before it even started, he came up to me randomly because I was just warming up. I was throwing kicks. I was like hanging on the bar and, you know, doing my regular warm up. And he, he uh, came up to me and we just started talking about my fights and like uh, where I'm from and all that. And then he left. And then uh, I'm, I'm continuing my warm up. Then he came back to me and like to finish the conversation. So um, he already liked me from the jump. And then, uh, all right, fast forward now. Before we went to the striking, after the bench press, we did the jump, the vertical jump. And the strength conditioning coach left his station to come watch me do the jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see him in the background. If you watch the video I just dropped, you see him in the background standing there with the long hair, and he's, like, watching. And then I do the first jump. I do the first one, boom, I'm like almost at the very top. I, it's only three red uh, left, three red bars left. And yeah, and he's like, he's like, oh shit. And then the one you see is the last jump. Um, Cause I only use that one for the video. So then I go for the last jump, boom. And I think I leave like two, I, I, I hit like one more. So there's only two left and um, he is like, man, that's the highest one. And then they calculated it as like a 33-inch uh, vert. So That post you put was was funny as hell when you're like, oh, what, what do you think of my uh, vertical height test? Oh, my God, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was like, that was smart. And and I thought Pettis would see it, right? But Yeah, his uh, management team, uh, well, it's him, I think. Because I don't know if he would have someone else uh, have it just because they haven't put nothing into it yet. But he got this Instagram, like a couple Instagrams called Showtime Management and Showtime um, Championship. Oh. And they say they're run by him. So, wow. Uh, both of them, yeah, both of them be liking all my posts and stuff. Sick, dude. Yeah, man, when you get the management, I know what you're saying. You don't know if it's him or somebody that discovered him. But if it says yeah, well, his name on it, it's him. He's commenting on their stuff, and he's like, you know, so there's someone in his camp. Yeah, definitely. Someone in his camp is a fan of Memnon Warriors. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking awesome, you know? Just like think yeah. where you were a year ago, and then that. Like, it's so yeah. cool. Well, yeah, we should have those karate shorts coming out in a month. Yep. Oh, them, not them. Those might be the only shorts I might switch it up in. I'm kind of used to my, my warrior uh, public shorts, game of death shorts. Right, right. Yeah, man, it took a long time for it to come, but let me tell you, I think it's going to be pretty sweet. Yo, um, I was talking to somebody the other day about this, uh, the Muay Thai shorts. That's kind of like what they look like, right? It's kind of like between a karate shorts and a Muay Thai shorts. Like, probably more slits for you to kick. Karate shorts? How do karate shorts uh, look? Are they like a shorter style? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. 
Just think of like a normal UFC board shorts, but like mid mid thigh cut. Yeah, mid thigh cut, and then like more slit length for you to like okay. kick. Okay, yeah, and they're gray and black, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got the chainmail and shit. Well, yeah, it's got like a chainmail. It's got like an armor print. Yeah, like you're gonna look like you're wearing armor, son. You know. That's fucking sick! I can't wait to fight <laughs> up. And those are official because as much as those ones you're wearing are really cool. Um, yeah. They say warrior when we were like fucking around with names. So yeah. now that hey, we. Hey, you know what though? What's up? You know what though? What's up? Um, I'm getting some new ink tomorrow, and I'm gonna send it to you guys the official art. But you should put this art on the shorts for like just my my shorts, the ones I get. You should put like the art, uh, the tattoo on there. Oh yeah, dude, fuck yeah. Uh, send it to us. Send it to us. I like surprises though, so don't ruin it for me. When you got it, send it. Yeah, I'm gonna send it after. <laughs> fuck yeah, man, that's sick. I'm gonna go through like nine hours of pain. Wow, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Yeah, man, that's part of your fucking you know story and who you are. So of course, yeah, yeah. we'll rock the that's, same colors or anything else. right there. <laughs> that's a fucking mental trainer fuck yeah dude that's cool as fuck yeah no, I know some people don't think it's like I only have a little tattoo but like doing a whole sleeve or a whole back it's fucking crazy yeah. it hurts people be like tattoos don't hurt that shit hurts oh, it fucking hurts real bad especially if it's bone like where it's mostly bone and no muscle mm-hmm. and shit and it's, it's I ain't even gonna I'm a, you just gonna see it <laughs> I ain't gonna say where or nothing you just gonna yeah, yeah as long as it's not on your butt like you know then, then. <laughs> But yeah, Next, that too. Shit, who's this? No, take this off. I don't need to try this. All right, so let's start right from. Um... So yeah, man, you're at the Pettis gym, right? And he's like okay. kind of talking to you on the side while you're warming up. So uh, I'm on my way to do the last tryout. Well, not the last tryout, but the last workout, which is the striking on the pads. And uh, I'm walking to the cage, and he, he's coming out of the cage, and uh, he grabs me this side. He's like, hey, man, you already made it. You know, you already done it, blah, 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 blah. Um, be expecting a call from me. So then I'm, like, pumped up. And so, uh, yeah, just to have him, like, keep singling me out, just show me a he real recognized real. Yeah, man, that's, fucking, that's wild, right? And you're just – you know, striking, right? And he's watching you do pads or you guys did sparring first? Um, No sparring. It was uh, jiu-jitsu sparring, uh, but I had already did that. That was my first workout, and I got a Dars choke and um, a Kimura. Sick, sick. And mm-hmm. he already saw you talking, like, you when you were just warming up before this? Did he – he was talking to you on the side, like, even yeah, early on? He was, he was, uh, we chopped it up a few times. So we um, – I think he could sense that I was, a, you know, I was already – I've been in there, you know, I've been in there because everybody else, they had like a, I don't know, they had like a a freshness, a greenness to them. I was the only one that I'm not trying to talk. I'm not trying to, I'm just, I'm there to compete. And uh, I was in that state, that flow state. So he could sense that probably. Yeah, man. Cause that's a whole different thing. It's like you were, it's not even like you're at work. It's just like boom, laser point vision. And like, you know what you're there for. You're not messing mm-hmm. around. You're not trying mm-hmm. to see. Because some guys are just doing it for a hobby. Or some guys are like, I'm, I'm a jujitsu guy, but maybe I want to do MMA. You're like, I've done this. And this is my shit. It's my world. So you're saying you, you were you're getting so excited. You were like hitting the bag, doing tornado kicks. Yeah. 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 yeah after that, he uh, that he gave me a little bit of energy. So I was uh, hopping around on the bags. <laughs> 
looking like Goku out there. Because you said but you were uh, just gonna go regular do punches, right? And then he you, you talked to you and you're like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go oh, crazy. No, 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 no. No, everybody I was watching, because I was watching, I was observing everybody, and um, it was just, everybody is either trying to look pretty, or they were just basic. It was just jab, cross, hook, rear kick, jab, cross, and uh, you could tell the pad holders was bored. Like, they're like, you know, uh, first thing I did was I came out, I told the pad holder, I was like, I want to throw some flashy shit. So he is like, he is like, he is like, okay. Uh, hook kick, spinning hook kick, boom, boom. We we just got straight into it, and then after all those kicks, he is like, "Hey, let me see some hands." And so then the pad holder uh started naming out uh punch uh boxing combos, and so I did that, boom, 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 making sure I'm moving my head before and after the combos, because that's the thing I've seen. Everybody is throwing combos, their heads just on the center, they're not moving, they're not defending themselves. It was just really uh basic. Yeah, man, that's sick. That's totally true. Like, I've even seen that, especially, like, a lot of amateurs. Like, you know, they'll have the strikes, but you're right, the head's here. They're not moving after every strike because, you know, that's such a big thing about fighting. That's the not getting hit part, you know, and they don't realize that, you know, you can move your hands and do all you want, but if you really don't move your head, Mm -hmm. you're basically not going to have a long career either. Mm -hmm. You're going to get tagged. Yeah, keeping your head on that center. Because as much as you can hit them, they can hit you. Your head's there. And, dude, you got, I have a lot of people who I'll call that out and I'll say that on pads with them. And I'll be honest, I, I got to redo it myself. Like, I'm rusty. But you'll tell Probably. them that. And then, you know, they don't understand. They have to relearn how to how to do some of the strikes. You never do it. You never master it. That's the whole point of the experience. Even world champions, you know, still do the same mistakes, the day one beginning mistakes. It's just you always practice it. That's the that's what separates the champs. You know, those, those are the guys that's practicing the basics every day. Those are the guys that's, you know, doing, doing the basics consistently. Absolutely. And then so many of them don't have defensive basics, which is exactly yeah, what you're you, talking about. You, you, you'll get beat up if you just think you know it all, you know, you think, okay, my, my head movement is great. I don't got to work it no more. I got good head movement. I don't got to work it. No, you got to keep working it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah. Also like, um, yeah, uh, there was a little bit more you were telling us too. I remember um, you also said like people were you were warming up and people just kind of were looking at you and your friends. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I was getting recognized a little bit. I didn't notice because I was you know when I'm in that zone, like if you try to you could talk to me about you could say the funniest joke in the world at me at, at the backstage for a fight. Like I'm I'm just like oh mm. you know I'm very short. <laughs> I'm very short, so uh, I didn't notice nothing. I was just dialed in. I'm like, okay, that's the vertical jump. That's all that's – okay, that's all that matters right now. Okay, the bench press, that's all that matters right now. I didn't see nothing else. There's hundreds of people in the room. I didn't see nothing else. But um, the girl, um, my friend that I was with, she was telling me how everybody is, like, uh, giving me looks and everything, and then people would come up to me. And this did happen a few times, people saying, like, uh, hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? But I didn't think nothing of it. But then she had told me how people were saying they recognized me from Street Peace. <laughs> and then That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and then a couple guys actually did come up to me and say, like, hey, like I seen you on Street Peace. Oh, that's cool. They actually like weren't scared to be fanboys that came up to you and were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um also when we left, 
we ended up going to a, a gas station nearby to get gas. And one of the guys, uh, somebody walked up to me and was like, hey, um, he said something like Conor McGregor's shoulder. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? Because I didn't hear what he said. He said, <sighs> he said TFC. And uh, he's like, your last fight, uh, you was using the Conor McGregor shoulder. And he, I was like, uh, you was there? He's like, yeah, I did the camera work for TFC. No way. Oh, that's awesome. So I, at first I didn't know what he was talking about because he said your last fight. and But that was like in January. <laughs> yeah, that was a great fight. You got to show a lot. Yo, what you guys think of lifting and uh, mixed martial arts? Of what? Like, uh, um, let me change this question better. What do you guys think of DSPs, how GSP took like different um, sports, different workouts from different sports and, and put it into his mixed martial arts? Oh, it's freaking genius, right? Especially it's the, genius, right? <laughs> gymnastics, all that stuff. Yeah. He said, um, he, he wish said, if you take did it early, say what he wish he did it earlier. I'm sorry, mm, yeah, yeah. He said, if you take a gymnast and uh, match a gymnast up with any other athlete, basketball, soccer, you know, whatever, and you tell the gymnast to do what they do, they could do it. If you tell them to do what the gymnast does, they can't. They can't reenact those movements. Like, yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, you look at the Olympics when they do the rings or any of the performances a gymnast has to do. Even somersaults. Even like, like you look at traditional karate and like a, a modern mixed mix martial artist. Like they do like the same good one-twos, a roundhouse kick, but they can't do like a kick to someone's head. Yeah. Like high up and straight. Mm -hmm. Like, you have really good flexibility for head kicks. That's not, that wasn't mixed martial arts years ago, you know? So, yeah, the gymnast, like, even talking to Kevin, like, doing the somersaults and the tricking. I'm sure you've seen a little bit of martial arts tricking, too. All that is, like, from gymnast. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and you're right. It's incredibly hard to do their movements. Mm -hmm. Do you ever see a body of a gymnast? It's freaking ridiculous. Yeah, I've been mixing a little bit of, like, bodybuilding and gymnastics into it so oh cool so tell me a little bit about that so what are you doing mr uh gsp looking at greatness trying to comment <laughs> i'm doing like three days three days with heavy weight out the week so monday tuesday wednesday i start off my morning with some heavy weight and uh if i gotta drop weight i drop weight but i try to stay heavy and then um and with my calisthenics i'm adding weight to that so I'm trying to master my body weight. Wow. Much. Wow. That's crazy. How much do you actually have to do regular body weight before you can mess around and put like a plate on your back with push-ups? You never know. You just got to start. You just got to start with the weight. You know, if it's hard, if it's hard with the weight and you know, you can do it without the weight. <laughs> true. True. I'm just throwing myself in there. I've been doing it for two weeks right now. So um, that's just, List something I'm gonna keep doing and see how it plays into my MMA, my mixed martial arts. So you never really know if something works until your next performance, because your next performance shows how your training has been. So yeah, I guess like, find how do you juggle though doing that kind of strength training with like your grappling and striking, all the other stuff you have to do? Well, morning and night. <laughs> right. That's really it. I'm just pushing my body right now. I'm like on some Vegeta stuff, like push <laughs> past your limits. Yeah. Yeah, man. Push. That's you know cool. how he kind of himself to go Super Saiyan? Yeah, yeah. He's like, either I'm going to go Super Saiyan or I'm going to fucking die. Like, 
That's what it is. It's forcing yourself past your limits. It's like, okay, if my body breaks and fail, okay, I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna keep doing it until I get better. Mm-hmm. Do you, so what about overtraining then? Overtraining? See, that's the thing. I only do three hard days and other days I'm like going hard in my movement. I'm going hard on the, like my striking. I'm going hard in, you know, uh, the invasiveness, the mobility, movement training, as far as footwork, as far as uh, flexibility, stuff like that. So that's how I balance it out. Mm-hmm. That way I'm, I'm recovering while I'm working and hitting my cardio hard and my technique hard. And then back on Monday, it's right back to the uh, three days hard. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then uh, the next days, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm recovering and working. I'm getting better. Mm. And do you just do like regular boxing striking movement or like you doing stuff outside of martial arts to uh, um, I'm doing everything as a martial artist. So I'm working the boxing. I'm working uh, my grappling. Um, I'm getting it in everywhere, really. So you got to work everything at this point. You know, you can't just work one thing. You got to work everything. You got to be good everywhere. Absolutely. I'm just asking that question for a lot of people. They like trying, especially myself, they try to emulate what you guys do. And then like, we'll do, maybe someone will do three hard days and they're like, man, I'm too sore. I can't just jump around the same. So like, it takes some getting used to. Yeah, you want to be, but, but you got to think about it. I got Thursday, I got Friday, I got Saturday and Sunday. I got all those days to recover from those three hard days. That's true. That's true. And then it's not like I'm sitting on my ass on those four days. Like I'm still working on those days. So it's like an active recovery, you know? And you're grappling too on those days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very good. That's impressive too. And, and grappling is one of those things you could go hard and, and have no injuries, you know? So you could do that seven days a week and be okay. Right. You're just pushing more cardio than anything, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, getting back. going back to um, the gas station, right? Because that's basically cut out. Some guy recognized you from TFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But it makes sense. It's a Midwest, like, tryout. So it, it makes sense there's a lot of Midwest guys there. Absolutely, but Memnon Warrior, you're making a big like stink out there, bro. People notice. Yeah, yeah a little slight, slight, little something. But you know what it is though? It's lo- It's it's like local respect. Like around here, like Frankie mm-hmm. Edgar gets a lot of respect. Like you know, if we see any of these fighters, people won't even be like, "What's up?" They'll just give like a nod or something. Like so, the mm-hmm. same thing out there is like you know, you're getting the Midwest, you know, or Indiana or or Illinois respect, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the goal is just to to be a, a the biggest out of the Midwest because eventually Indiana Illinois Wisconsin everywhere that's in the Midwest the whole other area is just gonna be on my back you know because when I do make it out they're gonna be like oh he's from the Midwest they're not gonna say he's specifically from here they're gonna be like he's a Midwest from the Midwest kind of like the Rufus Ford guys you know yeah definitely. Well, you don't realize, because we've, even before the podcast, I've interviewed a couple MMA fighters and, and people like that and grapplers. And one guy we talked to, he was saying, like, you don't realize on the East Coast, amateur mm-hmm. rules are different. There's no mm-hmm. ground and pound and none of that. You got to wait till you're pro. 
Yeah. You guys in the Midwest are basically have a badass culture. You guys probably fight each other outside all the yeah. time. So your rules are like, screw that. Let's make it like it's pro. And the only difference yeah. is you get better. Yeah. And then if you go down south, it's even, you know, crazier, like um, closer to the West Coast, um, you can throw elbows to the body as an amateur. But, oh. You know, here, here up in the Midwest, you can't throw uh, elbows. You can't throw elbows as an amateur. Oh, that's interesting. So even you guys have certain rules. Yeah, even us got certain rules. I didn't even know that. It's stupid because you could throw a shin to someone's skull, but you can't throw an elbow. Yeah, right? That's the other hardest bone in your body, I mean, that you strike with. Yeah, Yeah, but I get it because there's a lot of amateurs out there that shouldn't be fighting, so. No, it makes sense. God protect everybody, you know, not just people that yeah. are fighters, people that just think they are and they don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's cool, man. Um, so, yeah, how many you think that's, like, helped you opposed to other fighters who maybe are where I'm on my side and they're <laughs> amateurs? They don't get the ground and pound. They don't get, like, that part. Mm-hmm. Do you think that makes you farther ahead than those guys or what? Um, yeah, because if you don't do it and if, if you can't, well, those guys are still training it, but the fact they can't do it in a fight, that's like, that's big. You can't do it in a fight. You're not going to be used to doing it in a fight. You got to do it in training, do it in the fight, uh, just the same. So that would be kind of weird. I'm not too sure if it gives us a big advantage over those guys because they're still training ground and pound, I would assume. So it's just a weird rule. It sucks. Yeah. Me, I felt like I was, I was um, when I was like 18, and as an amateur, I feel like I could have finished a lot more fights with elbows. Because there's times I would take the guys down and just be in their half guard or or um, side control the whole fucking round, and they're just holding me, and they're just holding me, and I easily could have framed off and start raining elbows and finish the fight. So um, that's something. It 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 help it like. Um, it holds you back. So if I couldn't ground and pound, that would be, that's crazy. That's the rules out there for real? Yeah, yeah, that's why I brought it up. Um, you know, that's something I wanted to ask you for a while because that I've, I've yeah. known that for years. It's not always been, like when my dad wrote for Black Belt, there was a Wild yeah. West and you were allowed to, but as it got more regulated, basically they instilled those rules, probably for the last 10 years. So the last 10 years, amateurs can't ground and pound. So what happens after the takedown? They let you let them up? <laughs> no, they just let the, the grappling commence and they don't want the any. Grappling like, commence? Yeah, that's like do your wrestling, do your jujitsu, but don't punch. I mean, don't, yeah, don't punch, don't elbow. Sounds like some uh, kickboxing or something. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, but I, that's why I told you that because you. So for people that don't know, like there's rules in hey, different states. That probably states. makes their jiu-jitsu better, though. You know, that's actually pretty interesting that you brought that up. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that probably because now they're forced. Now you're forced to work. You're not forced. To, I mean, you, you can't just clobber the dude when you're in his half guard, you know, standing over him. You can't just smash him. But now you got to be forced to looking for uh, submissions and other ways to finish the fight. So that's an advantage, I guess. That's absolutely true. I didn't even think of that. And it it goes to show you when you have like a disadvantage can turn into an advantage if you know how to like, you know, Mm -hmm. look at it that way. But going Mm -hmm. for you at the ground and pound able to do all that, 
if you think about it, whether you're allowed to train it or not, you're using it in experience. So I, in my opinion, I mm -hmm. think it gives you an advantage over people on the East Coast here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be this, the cons and pros of certain rules. You just got to find your way to finish a fight or, or win the fight around those rules. Yeah, 100%. So I, would think, I would think in training, if I knew I couldn't ground and pound in, in my fight at training, I would probably be forced to, you know, look for more finishes in the jiu-jitsu department. Oh, yeah, exactly. 100%. Yes, sir. But yeah, so going back to the whole Pettis experience, you know, and how wild it was, like, you know, I can't even tell you mm -hmm. how awesome it is to watch that. I was, I was so happy for you at the same time. Mm -hmm. Going back to just bring yourself back for a sec. Is there anything, like, you want to, like, just bring out and, and just maybe we didn't touch that you want to go over? Mm, not really. It's pretty simple. It was I, – I wish we could have sparred. I wanted to spar. I wanted to show, like, uh, more of my striking techniques. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do that, but I guess they want people getting hurt. Yeah, they didn't want people getting, you know, put to sleep. Oh man, dude, I totally forgot. This is, you know, the best thing that we that I wanted to say. Basically, mm -hmm. when you did the, um, you know, you you had a friend that showed you the flyer, and then I showed you or whatever. I'm sure a bunch of people did, mm -hmm. and they told you that they're booked, right? You had every excuse not to go. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. So I had called, I believe it was two days before uh, Thursday or so. And I had called before one of my classes I had to teach. And I was just like, hey, like I want to make my reservation for the uh, roofing sport tryout. I mean, the uh, Pettis MMA tryout. And the lady told me that um, she's like, OK. So she went and checked everything. And she said that we've reached capacity already for the um, building because of COVID. So I wouldn't even come if I was you because, you know, and so, uh, yeah, she pretty much said it, they're booked. So, and I asked her, I was like, hey, is there like, um, is this going to be a re reoccurring thing, like a weekly thing? And she said, no, this is a one-time thing. Oh. Uh, I was just like, all right. I, yeah, I was like, all right, thanks. Click. So I, then I just kept that to myself. I taught my class or whatever. In my head, I'm thinking, like, you know what? I'm showing up anyway. I'm going to show up an hour early. And, shit, if I can't get in, I'm going to just work out outside the building. Pettis in there. He's going to come out eventually, you know? So that was my mindset. Dude, that's awesome mindset yeah. to have because you're like – it's almost like you had every excuse to say no, and you're like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing this. And if he has to take a piss or just go to his car <laughs> – Gonna see this kid doing tornado kicks outside. Yeah, be like, I do tornado kicks in the parking lot. <laughs> and but, um, it's just like, why isn't this guy in the building? And then, yeah, that's that's. Yeah. So if you want something, you know, you go you go get it. And so I'm that's, I'm really proud of you. And at the same time, you know, anybody watching, Thank that's what you do. Yeah, some people slowing down for 2020. For, for, you know, for Memnon, he yeah he cleaned out street beefs. Yeah, staying uh, busy. That, he had a T TFC title fight, which he won. <laughs> I like what Connor said. He said, uh, "2020 is the year of tunnel vision. You know, perfect vision." So I used that and I ran with it because I wasn't about to let like anything deter that. I seen how people broke during this like lockdown and shit and virus, and how people just gave up on stuff and got put on the shelf. I wasn't gonna be put on the shelf. 
I was like, you know what? I got shit to do. I'm not waiting around. Exactly. Don't be uh don't be so like a slave to your environment with it. You just basically are like, no, this is what I want to do. And the whole world's like this, but you know, I still can do something about it, you know? Yeah, a lot of people they're reactionists, so they react to the world around them. I'm trying to like impose my own actions, you know. I'm really focused on my own self and my own actions. I'm not really worried about what other the the world around me is doing or what's going on. I'm more focused on this, creating my own my own little reality. Yeah, like you said before, I mean, you were talking like you got to be selfish. Like someone told you that or like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people always, um, some people I look up to, yeah, they be always telling me you got to be selfish. You got to be, you know, you got to focus on your career. You got to focus on your task at hand. You can't be distracted. But yeah, I had every excuse. I literally, the lady at the place, she told me not to come. I had every excuse. That's just a test from the universe, just testing me seeing if I really wanted it or not. And then that's just one one move of uh, other things I got planned. Like, I uh, I got some things coming up soon. Um, a friend of mine told me to be thinking quarterly. So don't just think, uh, like, in the present. Like, think, think a few months ahead of your fan base. Think a few months ahead of your clients. Just think a few months ahead of everybody else. So I got things lined up. I'm not just going to do one thing and sit on that. I'm going to keep making moves. Absolutely. And like so many people don't know if you just do stuff and stop just thinking about doing it, like, you know, the universe rewards that, you know? Yeah. Just constantly acting, like constantly doing things towards, you know, your, your, your dream or whatever you got planned, your career, whatever, constantly doing it. It all comes down to how much do you want it, you know? And you showed how much you wanted. You had every excuse to just watch Netflix and jerk off. But <laughs> you were like, I fucking want this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100%. So what's next a- a- after from here with this Pettis thing and everything before that? Yeah, what well, what's, what's next? I'm about to get into the boxing world. Yeah. Ah, damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get some boxing in. I'm about to uh, be in vegas next month and i'm about to be training um you guys gonna see who it is yeah i'm not gonna say who it is yet but uh i'm gonna just pop up i'm gonna just pop up and you're gonna see but i'm training with a professional boxer who's uh who's got a big name awesome and and i'm gonna be going out there trying to kick his ass (laughs) and gain my respect nice and that, that'll be an awesome, awesome uh, thing to see, man. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Thanks so much. Emmanuel Pugh, Memnon Warrior. You guys want to check him out on his IG. It's a Memnon Warrior. His YouTube channel, Memnon Warrior. Don't forget to get your Memnon merch, your Memnon, Memnon tees, your hoodies. Everything Memnon you want, the coolest hoodies, everything that has from what his tats are or on the shirts, if you guys want to yeah. check that out, WarriorRepublicMMA.com. That's WarriorRepublicMMA.com. Com. So if you like what you see, you can go there. Thank you guys for watching, and thank you, sir. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. 100%. And, hey, we got to tease them with the fight shorts. So we got to tease them. We got to drop a little, little preview of those shorts. Right here, right now. Right here. <laughs> we'll put a little B-roll. <laughs> Boom. Uh, <laughs> you have a great rest of your day, man. Keep training, and uh, more of your stories. I can't wait for it. For sure, for sure. All right, thanks for having me. Have a good one. You too, man. Peace.